The following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. Unbreakable is presented by United Auto Sales. Since 1945, United Auto Sales has been serving the greater Utica area with quality used vehicles, and they're still going strong today. Located at 4994 Commercial Drive in Yorkville, they always have the largest selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Stop in or visit them on the web at unitedusedcars.com. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not those of Disruption Network Productions Incorporated or any of its officials or sponsors. The following program contains explicit content. Listener's discretion is advised. On this episode of Unbreakable, the Donato, Danny Nappy story, Danny discusses the mob files written by Rocco Laduca and published by the Observer Dispatch in 2009. This one we've talked about before, and we've talked about this in the, the first season, but it says 1972, Falcone's house was burglarized by Flange Associates, and then money later returned. You got accused of that. The old man kind of almost threatened you when he saw Danny riding the bike up and down the street. First of all, if you didn't do it, I mean, it must have really pissed you off that uh, that you got accused of doing it. Does it spark bad memories, us bringing this up to you right now? Not bad memories. It gets me fucking pissed off. I'm it sure. It gets me fucking hot because uh-huh. uh, I don't like to really talk about that fucking guy. Uh, you know, you can put this on record, too. I don't give a fuck about You know, I'm, I'm getting a little upset here. Why? If he was such a fucking big shot and thought that I killed this, that I robbed this fucking house, he should have killed me. You understand? Then I would have to tell you what happened. It wasn't just a one time with him. And his... He accused you of a few things? No. When his house was robbed, he went to Ange. Hey, they robbed my house and this and that. He called Ange up to his house. Ange looked and Ange made a remark. Looks like a professional did this. Now Ange calls me down after this meeting. Do you know anything about his house? I said, no, Ange, I don't know anything about his house. Now, Ange and I were close. He says, you know, he called me up. They showed me the safe. I saw it was all peeled, you know, broken. He says, and I made the mistake saying to the old man, this looks like a professional job. I shouldn't have said that, Danny. So he says, he's going to call you in. Anyway, he called me in. Four or five different fucking times he called me in. Do you know anything about the safe? Do you did the No, I don't know anything about the safe. One time it was at the Ramada Inn. Another time it was at the Oshkunitsa Pizzeria. Chopped on it. It was in the office in the back. I met with him. Another time I ran into him in the hospital. He was in the hospital. And the and think of the fourth time he lived across the street from my brother Gene. All these times I denied it. All these times Ange. Took my back. This guy didn't do it. This guy didn't do it. So now, I'm at my brother Gene's. I just bought him a trice, plastic bikes. Put it together, and he's riding up and down the sidewalk on Mohawk Street, across the street from where Joe lives. He comes over. He starts again with the fucking house. I robbed his house. We talked maybe about not even five minutes, and all of a sudden he says, is that your son? I took it the wrong way. I'd never fucking threaten anybody's family, sons, children, or nothing. If I have a beef with you, I'm going to come after you. I don't threaten kids or nothing. So I took it a fucking wrong way. This guy now, all these times that I met him, consistent that I robbed this fucking house. Now I'm getting pissed off. When he said that, okay, I got pissed off. Real man. I went to see Ange, and I told him what Ange says, and I says, Ange, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, not gonna, I'm going to go get a Lupata, which is a fucking shotgun. Knock on his fucking door and blow him the fucking way. And I would have been in them days. 
And, you know, we calmed down, calmed down, calmed down, and we took it somewhere else as a sit-down where I was left alone. You know what I'm saying? In other words, I wanted to sit down. Whoever robbed that fucking house, they saying, you see read in the papers, Tony Flanch uh, uh, was supposed to be one of the, robbed, I had somebody robbed the house, but then they brought the 50, whatever, $54,000 back to the house. That's all fucking bullshit, because nobody's going to get that fucking money back to him. Nobody, especially those guys. And this story all came back from that, that fucking rat, Mike Andrello. When he was debriefed on Jake's case, he told the FBI more stories and more stories. He's the one that started that. I don't know if he mentioned my name. He mentioned Tony Flange's name. Tony went to the people that got the money, and he brought it back to the old man. It's like a deep brief with the FBI. When those guys are, are, are going to testify in the trial, they not only tell about the guy they're going to testify in the trial, they tell everything they know and make up stories. And I believe that that's a make-up story. Tony didn't know, know anything about that burglary. Tony didn't know. I believe it was one of Joe, Joe's friends that did that, that he was doing business. They came to his house. They do business. Maybe they exchange money. And maybe that friend or somebody knew he had the safe there. I never was in the guy's house. Who the fuck? I never knew he had a safe in the house. And then I, even though I didn't like him, I wouldn't fucking disrespect him like that to go fucking rob him. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Joey's at 307. Joey's at 307 is the Utica area's best for Italian fine dining. Located at 307 Mohawk Street in East Utica. Enjoy a revolving dinner menu, amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, lunch specials, catering, and now serving beer and wine. Call them today to reserve a table at 315-864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. People think this, people think that. Who could have did it? Maybe somebody's having coffee. Oh, maybe Daddy did it. I was known as a as, as a thing as a safe guy, but this fucking old man put it in his mind that I did it. You know, and I, like I said, he should have fucking killed me. Did you ever do favors for the old man? No, I didn't like him. No, no. Right from the beginning, you didn't like from him. The beginning. Yeah. What was it about him? That Here's what he had a lot of uh, thing though. The, the guy, everywhere he went, he didn't pay. He didn't want to pay. You know, from stupid shit. It got to be a habit with him. And a lot of legitimate guys didn't like that. Some of them even chased him out of the fucking, you know, he went, wherever you went, chased him out of their fucking uh, uh, businesses because he, he was doing that. But he had a certain few, not all of everybody. There, there was guys that involved, involved in that that I know over the years were good guys, supposed to be made guys. But he had other guys that would call up and say, come over to the house and shovel my uh, driveway. And they do it because, oh, I was at the old man's house. I show right the fucking leaves, do this, do that. And it could be well, maybe one of those guys, that, I call them brooms, guys, a fucking broom, that could have mentioned my name. Don't know how it happened. But as soon as I said that about my kid. Bit of vein. That fucking day I went down to Ange's house that day, and Ange knows me very, very well. I swear to God, I would have did it. I knocked on his fucking door um, and blew him a fucking way. I took it as a threat to my kid. And guess what? And if I got caught, I would have been gloating for any, for a fucking life in prison. I've been gloating because you know what? Fucking satisfaction is the best thing in the fucking world. It's the best feeling in the fucking world. And think about it. 
Something happened to your kid because of you? Or even something happened to you, and you can get even for it. I know about satisfaction. Let me tell you about my man, Joe Steets. My man, Joe. Joe's a good man. There's another kid. You know what? He's a good kid, and uh, Danny will attest to this. His son is good, too. Got a nice son there. They're good business people. United Auto, that's the place to go for cars. He worked his ass off, Joe. He had that place a long time, right? United, yeah. Since his father passed. And he gives good people a good deal. Joe Steets don't hit nobody over the head. He's an honest, straight guy. He'll buy boats, to take boats for trading, RVs, everything. Please visit their website at unitedusecars.com. Now, does that article say that Pony was one of the guys that robbed the old man? This says, Flange also reported two hoodlums, Donato Nappi and Del Diamond, breaking into Falcone's house and would steal 54000 from a safe. Career burglar and known bomb maker Michael Andrello told investigators, according to the documents reviewed by the United County District Attorney's Office, and that was the guy. When Falcone heard through the grapevine that Nappy and Diamond had burglarized his home, he had a little talk with the two men, and just like that, the money was returned. That Andrello's the one that says, how the fuck did he, what does he know about me? I didn't even, I didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, Andrello? Yeah. Do you know no him? More. Did you know him at all? I heard of him. Yeah. I heard of him. He made that story up, I believe. Like that money was returned, but because Flange feared Diamond would tell Falcone who ordered the break-in, he offered Andrello $10,000 to kill Diamond by blowing up his car. That's fucking nonsense. Which Andrello refused. Diamond then, fearing that Falcone was going to kill him for the burglary, asked another burglar to kill Falcone, Andrello said. Whose associate was this Andrello guy? He was a known burglar himself, I guess, years ago. I've heard of him. I'm going to tell you, he did a bit. He did a federal bit. I used to go to Andrew's house quite a, quite a bit. And Andrew would always tell me, that guy gets out, don't have nothing to do with him. He's a fucking rat. So he did get out. He did some. He started coming around. Not me, because I went to jail. I went on the. I got. I went away on the big charge. When I was in, went to jail, I guess he's hanging around with guys who were all right, and that's what happened. There became a bombing in Utica. He said that he made the bomb during that trial. You know, he, that's what I mean. While he was giving all the information on that trial, they briefed us. He gave all the information, everything he knew, and made and made stuff. Did he get immunity? Is that why? Yeah, well, he went on the protective witness. I think he went on the protective witness program. He went back to Rome. Nothing ever fucking happened to him either. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Stathis Greek Restaurant. Gyros, platters, moussaka. If you're looking for the best authentic Greek in town, we've got you covered. Come visit us at 1900 Genesee Street, Utica, or call 315-624-0323. And keep an eye on our Facebook page to watch our Rome location take shape. Unbreakable is sponsored by United Auto Sales, Joey's at 307, and Stathis Greek Restaurant. Executive producer, Danny Nappy Jr. and Anthony Z. Donaldson. Legal advice, Christopher Jude Pelly and David Longaretta. Artwork by Jerry Bernardo. Consultants, Gabe Altamuro, Todd Williams, and Adeline Van Dyke. Social media marketing, Christy Schleider. And I'm your narrator, Anthony Colenzo. We'd like to give a special thanks to Lisa Wilsey and J. Anthony Stucci. This has been a Disruption Networks production. All rights reserved 2022.